0: ITAM Review Podcast. News, reviews and resources for ITAM, SAM and software licensing professionals.
1: Welcome to the ITM Review Podcast. My name is Martin Thompson from the ITAM Review. This podcast is a little bit different from our usual recording. This was recorded live at a recent Gartner Summit in London at the end of September. Uh, what Gartner have done is combine their um, historical ITAM summit. And procurement summits and brought them together. So uh, it was a it was a summit with uh, IT sourcing, procurement, vendor management, and asset management people all in one space. And I walked the show floor and collared a few people to hear their thoughts about what they thought of the conference and what was going on in the market and what they were up to. And we'll hear in the throughout the course of this podcast, we're going to hear from uh, Scott Beasley from License Dashboard. We'll then hear from Mark Farman uh, from Livingston in the USA and Sue Skingley from Livingston in the UK. And finally, we'll hear from Jochen Hackenlocker, who was uh, ITM Reviews Professional of the Year in 2016. Uh, before we start, if you're listening to this podcast and there's a particular topic you want us to cover... Or maybe there's a specific guest you'd love to hear from. Or maybe even if you want to join yourself, if you want to join the podcast, uh, please drop me a line. It's simply martin, M-A-R-T-I-N, at com, And I'd love to hear from you. So it's martin at itemreview.com. With that, thank you for listening and enjoy. So I'm here, I'm here with uh, Scott Beasley from License Dashboard. Hi, Martin. So you do, we're at the Gartner Conference... Um, you've just come out of your session, so you're a bit fried, I imagine. Um, Slightly. And what was it about? Tell us, tell us what you've been talking about and what was what was their reaction?
2: Yeah, so we had a really good reaction today um, at the Gartner event. Uh, we're talking about taking that audit-centric approach in this complex uh, Sam uh, industry these days. So Gartner are focusing heavily on um, all the new buzzwords are AI. Uh, infrastructure as a Service, SaaS, obviously, um, but before we bring it back to basics a little bit, because the customers that we we talk to on a regular basis, seventy-five um, percent of those are still talking about the mega vendors, and those metrics and those those metrics and those um, license uh, requirements haven't changed for years, so it's still really relevant. And to move on to the next phase, we also need to ensure that um, you are compliant you have confidence, and you're maximizing those agreements as it stands today. That's the drive from procurement, that's the drive from the CIO and CFO. So we really brought it back to basics and to understand the layers of extra detail that you require on top of a SAM tool to ensure that when KPMG come and call in, or when a Microsoft audit review is available uh, or required, we then, um, you know exactly how they calculate and how they operate. And so you have got full confidence and give them an ELP that is covering a lot of the basis from from the outset. I
1: was at Matt Corsi's session earlier about the Magic Quadrant. Oh, yeah. And uh, he went into the... the um, what's, what's a separate document apart from the Quadrant? It's the... Critical uh, capabilities, right. so, yeah. And he said that there's three different types for... You know, depending on your maturity, you're going to want a different sort of... So, and I think you guys fared very well on that. How, yeah, absolutely. It's have been have a, you done, how have you done with
2: that? It's a great pl- it's a It's a great point. It's a great... Uh, been received really well both by our current customers uh, and new new business wise and um, we fared really well in the um, the first section which is I think the small um, uh, small to, to medium sized business yeah, I think we came top of that one I, actually I know I came top of that one uh, <laughs> and then, then and then uh, I say we average out as third joint fourth uh, joint third fourth in, in the next phase um, primarily on uh, just a couple of elements that we are on the roadmap to, to obviously, uh, alleviate. Um,
1: I think, um, unusually, people have probably got more value out of the critical capabilities than the actual quadrant. Because yeah. one of these points in your session was, there's only about, the, there's about six tools on there or something, and yeah. the market's not quite big enough yet to do a quadrant. Well, um, it's fantastic to see them doing one, right? Yeah, exactly,
2: it's fi- finally, I guess, from a person being in the industry for so long, um, as yourself, um, the Magic Quadrant was a great tick in the box. However, I think it was a bit deflated. I think their criteria uh, to allow you to submit a response to, the, to get on the Quadrant was flawed. Um, I know that we failed in specific criteria, not on SAM capability, for instance. So um, from our perspective, yeah, we were a bit, a bit deflated there. But the critical capabilities is the go-to um, article that I would say any SAM... Uh, expert or any Sam uh, early in the stages of their career should go and look at and review um, as it's quite insightful and to be honest quite realistic
1: yeah okay so what are our license dashboard up to these days have you got any recent uh, releases out or what, what are you working on
2: yeah so we've got a new release out we came out in August for our, for our current um, we're now on uh, version 11 um, huge play in the market around user-based licensing um, based on our current customer base, but also from speaking to customers going forwards. Um, we, we like, within the tool set itself, you can, you can quickly aggregate and normalize user information. So we, we all know that in this federated world, you, you might have, I might be Scott Beasley in one account, one account or one system, S Beasley in another. And as that grows, you have more and more multiple uh, aliases. Uh, We've got a piece of software within our toolset that um, rationalises all that, automatically remembers it, uh, so it really drives out. So if you've got a size of 40,000, 50,000 organisation, then you're really starting to look at the value there. It could take days, weeks, months to do that. We can do it in seconds. So it's a real part of our... And then post that is kind of mapping that to user devices to ensure that you're applying and optimising the licences in the right way, which I guess is where Gartner and yourself come from in terms of from the raw cleansing and normalization automation, how do you value from that and that sort of optimization from that to apply the right metrics to the right users.
1: Right. So part of your world domination plans. I mean, I'm sure you've got company customers in all over the place anyway. But, yep. Um, you've recently opened an office in the US. Yeah, fantastic. There, how yeah, yeah
2: going really well. Yeah, um, we went to Orlando. As as a kick-off, um, an event over there was huge, really well received. Um, We um, had a great time over there, lots of interaction, lots of people actually knew the brand to be honest, which is great. Uh, Our marketing has been really spot-on this year, so we really penetrated the market there, Um, and we were quite disruptive. You know, same players over there as as the U uh, in the UK in the main. but we're catching up fast. Um, we've got feet on the street, as you would say. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Part of our overall strategy for, for, for the rest of this year and, and 2019 is to is to keep going that pipeline in, in the states.
1: Cool. And we we're talking yesterday about the evolution of the market, and maybe somebody might approach you. Maybe they've got their fingers burnt with another tool. It's not quite worked out properly. Yeah. And we're talking about maybe the value of hand-holding with managed services and yeah. what, what's the sort of user approach How do, how do you when, when a customer approaches you for looking for a tool do you position the services or do you position the yeah. tool how
2: does that work? So I guess we're a bit unique in the market where we stand by our tool and use it on a daily basis because we have got hu- uh, a huge amount of managed services uh, that use our tool and partners that deliver managed services as well so um, but what we're obviously in the market and even at this garden event this, this week is that there's a real interest in a uh, hybrid approach. So maybe they, they haven't got the business case in place or the people in place at the moment, but that is an aspiration. So where, what, where we're looking at is actually buy the tool and then wrap a service around it, and then as as it evolves in time, uh, the service can change or reduce and dilute based on their expertise, and then they can take away and run with the tool set themselves independently. It
1: de-risks the whole thing, doesn't it? A
2: little bit, yeah, and also, that knowledge transfer can increase, um, because we've got the expertise, we're not, we're not bound by you know, that expertise at all, we want to share that, it allows us to, to grow as a business, um, and so yeah, absolutely, that, and that's real kind of, um, it's not new, but it seems to become more forefront of the conversation at the minute, and that, that's not just a sector base, it's across all sectors and verticals, and also, different sizes of organizations as well. It, it doesn't seem to be bound by any, any, any parameters, it seems. So, really quite.
1: I think part of the, comp- the reason as well, it's not just de-risking and implementation, but it's also, there's a sh- skills shortage. It's not always easy to get hold of the right people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you've got a managed service, you've got guaranteed bench, basically. Yeah, people to, to absolutely,
2: help. I agree with that. And I think the, the agility as well, being flexible to be able to spin up different services on demand is really quite, quite key in this, and that's something that we really are concentrating on and really are looking to uh, build into our presence in the market.
1: Cool, well, uh, you've done your session, we've had a chat, so now is it beer o'clock, or go and lie down with a wet towel on here <laughs> in a dark room?
2: Uh, I wish, no, it's, uh, it's back on the train to the kids, so uh, unfortunately, I've got, unfortunately even, <laughs> uh, I've got to, uh, yeah, I'll avoid that beer, but next time maybe.
1: Well, thank you for talking to me, and uh, have a good show and it's great to see Licensed all doing so well. Cheers, thanks Martin. I'm here with Mark (laughs) and Hugh from Livingston. Hello. Welcome. 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 Uh, So what do you think of the show so far?
3: It's been great, actually. So we, yeah, Mark and I were in, um, Orlando show as well and that's uh, that's, that's twice the size but, but you know, the markets much bigger but this, this has been good they, they merged the asset management stream and the procurement streams about about a year ago so we've got we've got a much wider range of stakeholders to, to talk to but they're all, they all, they all starting to get it so that's, that's the bit that I've taken away is we're having Sammy and ITAMI conversations with procurement heads and vendor managers and that, that kind of thing. Yeah, I
4: think the key words that we're well, hearing, quite a lot of Internet of Things, there's yeah. a lot of that, digital transformation, yeah. the buzzwords that are out there, but uh, the, lucky, uh, the, <laughs> the likely thing that we're actually looking for is moving away from the tool structure and moving into solution-based. Yeah. And from our, from our
3: point of view, it's the the, the service message. Gaunt has always driven the tool message, but that's, there's been sessions on it this time, so that's starting to come through as well. So, that's yeah, probably, yeah. Absolutely. we love that stuff, so.
1: And you've just done your session this afternoon. What was that about?
3: So that was on um, business transformation. It's probably a phrase people are getting quite tired of at the moment, like transformation fatigue. But mm-hmm. I, the, the point I was making that um, there's a there's an ecosystem of um, stakeholders. Most of them are here, you know, apart from the kind of the, the security guys and the ITSM people, but the procurement, vendor management, asset management, we're all in the same ship. We're all trying to go through transformation together. And there's still... There's still not, not even still there's a there's a really great amount of critical information that SAM can produce it just needs to tweak it change it a little bit and get it into the right people's hands and that that will help drive that change through and, and where we're seeing customers that are kind of failing with IT transformation it's normally because um, that data's not getting into the right people's hands at the right time so
1: we could always come up with a new buzzword and, <laughs> yeah. and I, seed it everywhere I think yeah, we should
3: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> grown transformations IT <laughs> transformation
1: so Mark we used to work together many, yep. many moons ago yep. and you worked, uh, if you don't mind me say you worked as no, uh, no, a tool manufacturer, you worked yep. at Snow yep. for, for a good stretch mm-hmm. um, so you've seen the tool side of things yep. and now you're on the service provider side of things, yep. how's, how's that going? Well, why, why
4: Livingstone? Well, uh, Livingstone just because it is the most respected in, in the market from that managed service perspective, but um, quite frankly what I'm hearing over and over again, not only at Gardner Show in Orlando, Gartner Show here, uh, as well as with customers and I did at Snow is the fact that you drop a tool in place, it is empty, there is nothing inside it, you then have to fill that with data not only you have to fill it with data, but correctly and the expertise in typical engagements is just absolutely lacking so at Livingstone with having the broad depth of experts that we have populating the right data in the right time is uh, 100% transformational for people's business so we're actually saying this is an opportunity. This is the dollar figure of what that opportunity is. Here's exactly how to realize that opportunity. Move this server here, do that server, renegotiate this contract, and we help every step of the way. Um, we do forecasting, we do what if scenarios, we do all of those scenarios, you know, and then we are agile enough to start moving into the cloud and internet of things and being a forefront in the market. So having that ability and that team behind me was absolutely attractive comparative to I'm trying to build a tool Put it out there, and it's doing everything. You know, it really does take people and process, like the old saying is, from a software asset management standpoint.
1: I was talking to somebody earlier about managed services, and um, one is that you're de-risking a tool implementation because Absolutely. you're, yep. you're de- delivering an outcome, and mm-hmm. you're, you're you know you're taking the burden of the customer, really, aren't you? Yep. Yep. Um, and the second thing is there's are generally a, a skill shortage. Yep. So yep. you're able to fill that gap. Right? Yep. Yeah, that's right.
3: Yeah. And, that, and that just just jumping in there, that that so, so coming here with different stakeholders like heads of procurement and, and vendor managers and that kind of thing. Some of the questions that are starting to creep up at the stand are: Can you do this particular tower? So so the techies will be talking about maybe the tool piece implementation. People are now saying: Can you do? The entitlement load. Can you help me with this particular aspect, like a, a, a licensing service desk or that, that kind of thing? So it's all it's all part of the picture. But it's really interesting that different stakeholders are starting to ask different things of the service. Yeah,
1: yeah. And what what's what's the U? Where's the US at the moment? Where where in terms of maturity, and what are they asking, and and what's it like? Well, I think what
4: we're seeing, what I'm seeing in the US uh, quite a bit, is. Um, Basically, obviously, ServiceNow is a very, very big disruption <laughs> yeah, to the market from a software asset management perspective. So what I'm seeing is kind of a number of different tools being consolidated into um, platform-based um, software applications. And then once again, that platform-based software has outcomes. So um, whether it's provisioning services, de- division, uh, or whether it's moving things to the cloud. But in order to do that, you still need the evidence that needs to be in place that a I have done this. I have done the, bat, the, the hard work from that. I've researched it. I've entered this information. I said this is why we're provisioning. This is why we're deprovisioning. This is all of it, and that has to do with contracts and licensing, etc. So, what I'm seeing in the U.S. quite a bit is the evidence of what is going to happen and why why companies are moving servers and data centers and cloud. Uh, the evidence from a contractual standpoint was missing, and that's what customers are wanting to go to because I need the evidence to say, I'm not just going to start moving servers around. I need to actually know why we need to do that. What, what? How does this affect this contract, that contract, or this licensing and that licensing? So, it's the analytical part of it that I'm seeing that's missing from the U.S. market that they haven't invested in in the past and it just hasn't been there. It's uh, mostly in the U.S. market. It's, it's fairly immature compared to the U.K. market. It's how many Adobes do I have? How many licenses? Pretty easy, right? But now they're getting, obviously, you know, into that sophisticated realm and when we get Gather into that, then that's where our managed service really starts to shine. And, and from a Livingston standpoint, we are, um, you know, once we were just acquired by the Carlisle Group, so our number one focus now is to acquire the best talents uh, in the marketplace, retain them, and grow. Are you, are you making a shameless plug? <laughs> 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 yes. Uh, I wonder where, I where going you're going with that. people <laughs> <I just, laughs> <you> come <laughs> and work <laughs> at Livingston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, yeah. That's, uh, no, it's all good. <laughs> it's good. Yes. Opportunities yeah. at Livingston. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <yeah. Bramston> Livingston. <laughs> Literally best type. dot com. There you go. Yeah, There's <laughs> a page you can go to
1: and sign up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. now I, I think um, just on the service now. I, mean, I think we've spoken about this before. but yep. um, When I was at the Knowledge uh, Conference earlier in 2018. Mm-hmm. That struck me was there was rooms and rooms of ServiceNow customers yep. that were not Sandtor customers. Absolutely, they're bringing lots of net new people to the yep. to the business. Absolutely, um, but the, the, the flip side of that is there's going to be in a year's time there's a people going to be a lot of people suffering, thinking actually this is quite difficult. Yeah, regardless how good the technology yep. is. Um, they're going to think actually this is quite hard work and it's a great service opportunity yeah. for the likes
4: of you guys. No, and the strategic, I mean, with that being said, I mean, you'll, what you'll hear announcements from Livingstone probably in mean, the next week or two will be uh, a very large partnership with ServiceNow directly, um, us developing a small, um, additions if you will that are add on to ServiceNow and us actually taking a large part of our services um, <laughs> power and pushing it into that market so you'll, you'll stay tuned for developments on that but it's actually happening since uh, our conversations at Garg. Yeah.
1: So how else are you What else are you doing in terms of innovation? I know that you've got recent, um, you've got the Carlisle Group yeah. behind you now mm-hmm. and what, what does that mean in terms of growth and innovation? Well I think in terms
3: of uh, from my point of view, haven't been a, a, a bit longer in terms of in terms of just opening up. Mm-hmm. You know, we've reached a certain level of maturity with a certain level of backing now. Um, the 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 SAM market um, blending with the ITAM market, and the ITSM market. So that's you know that is a journey that's continuing, um, and it, it just I think it just allows us to more confidently move out into those those different spheres. So we've talked about service now, but there's 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 directions that our customers want us to go in, you know, moving more into ITAM and ITSM. Um, so it allows us to, to just move into those arenas, maybe stay a bit more ahead of the curve and actually yep. explore partnerships Absolutely. and growth opportunities in a more, more confident way, I think. So
1: that's, that's been a definite and what, what are customers asking for? Are they... is, it, is it, Traditional license compliance, or what,
3: what are they? Wow, I mean, I, I <laughs> <laughs> so 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 a lot. I think I think the the the, the Sam stroke ITAM piece is really interesting. So we've we've got existing large customers where we you know we're, we're delivering our compliance service to, and they're starting to come to us now and talk about ITAM. Um, You know, they understand that we're we're very good at combining and crunching multiple data sources. Well, increasing those data sources are things like. IT right, security tools that are getting much more than just the traditional SAM data. They're getting Internet of Things data mm-hmm. and cloud information. So, so the I think the 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 the, the, the car core strength in the data field is there, but the, the demand's growing to do more things with it. I was having a conversation in Orlando with the IT asset manager. He'd only you know, he'd found out that we had a, a SAM service in there, and he was like, "Hey, can you do this with my ITAM data?" And it's like, "Yeah." Think we can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, so it's amazing. There are other stakeholders out there, so that's a great opportunity for us as well to move into those markets. They have their own budgets. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think you're quite uniquely positioned. Um, <coughs> you're not you're not tied to any particular tool. Yeah. You're not selling licensing. great yeah. yeah. uh, opportunity for you. Yeah, yeah. and we're,
3: we're in terms of in terms of the, the market as well. There's there's you know some some of the main players recently putting their prices up, causing a few you know. So there's maybe some of the. Maybe some of the low the fruit is gone for some of the tool providers and, and and certainly here the message about services is Start to gain traction. So, so, we're hoping there's a way that we can
4: ride as well. And what I, I think that what, one of the main things that customers are asking you, uh, that is just hard work is something we call non instance data. It's the ability to find metrics that software is governed by, whether it's revenue, whether it's headcount, whether it's how many bits or bytes are inside a particular hard drive. The bottom line is some of a lot of this, these metrics are non measurable by any software, and it just takes hard work. It takes people, it takes process, it takes fundamentals, it takes workflows to go hunt down that information, validate that information, and then present it back to the customer. So I think that is one area that Livingstone is very valuable to our customers and they're asking more and more for is uh, I could get Adobe, no problem, but I, I need it I need it with the with the really difficult bits and we call that non instance data. Yeah.
1: So you've got you had all the the whole of the USA to pick for the, for an office. <laughs> <laughs> you leave the British weather and you pick Portland, Oregon? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, very, very similar in time. Well, yeah. I won't have to adjust. Uh,
4: my, my my wardrobe is perfect. <laughs> no, uh, so our, our new U.S. headquarters will not, I've worked from my home now, our new, we're, we're actually going to be establishing probably in the next six months to a year a new U.S. headquarters uh, to be determined. So, uh, I'm doing with the Carlisle Group, the expansion, one of the major, largest market in the world, the the United States, so that's where we're going to be. So, I I would love it to be in Portland, but <laughs> <laughs> I highly doubt that it will be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a growing number of people in the States. There's a lot around you know Chicago area. Yeah, I of think so.
1: Great to see you growing, great to see the investment and uh, things going well. So, mm. thank you. Thanks right. so much. Thanks. So, I'm here with uh, Jochen Hakamoka mm-hmm. at the uh, Gartner uh, Summit. Summit. It's summit. Let's summit, just call Murray. it a summit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's forget the acronym. It's just a summit. Um, you've just done your session today. Um, before we dig into your session, what do you think of the conference generally? They've, they've bashed together procurement and an ITAM summit. So, is this working for you?
0: It actually works very well for me. But Martin, it's always the question, how do you address the SAM topic? Yeah? I naturally actually like to see it from different angles. There's the sourcing angle actually where we are looking into commercial SAM and commercial topics. And there's the technical angle certainly where you have to look in tooling, you know, how can I, how can I choose a tool, how can I choose a service. And, and therefore, for me, it is actually brilliant. And on top of that, we also have the vendor management component in here. Yeah? So I'm, as a SAM manager here, feel totally comfortable and it creates, um, yeah, it's a good atmosphere as well. Yeah,
1: It's good getting people from different disciplines together isn't it? And your session this afternoon, um, what, was it, what was it about?
0: It was all about really our journey now coming from classic SAM into cloud SAM. This is really important that um, our Life, my life is changing as a Software Asset Manager. What made me successful in the past with knowing what we installed, scanning our environments, knowing what we purchased and then to manage and optimize, that is in that sense not sufficient anymore. So what we have to do, Martin, is here we we need to see as well what is happening in the cloud. What really changed in, in my life as a SAM Manager is gaining visibility. I used to have Everything under control, and you might remember in 2015 we were at a conference where where Kylie was talking. Jochen, you've won all the awards. You've actually implemented everything, you know. So what's next? Yeah, and I said then, oh, my life is getting a bit cloudy. Yeah, and that really has materialized. Yeah, a lot of our budget now, which used to be for on-premise solutions, has moved to the cloud. And with that, if you don't act, if you don't create APIs into your existing Sam uh, tool you will lose visibility. So we have to have the transparency of the spend and we have to have the transparency of the usage. And this together then is very powerful because then you can work with sourcing and optimize contracts and that creates value to our organization.
1: Are you able to share how much you're spending on cloud?
0: Um, I can only talk in percentage. So our percentage now um, from a cloud spend is basically 30 to 40% is now in the cloud.
1: I think 2018 has been a bit of a tipping point because I remember talking, we did the conference season 2017 I think it was, ITEM in a cloud era and it, was, it got some traction but it's at really this year that things are really taking off so is that, is that, does that correlate with your spend, is it this year that's really gone up?
0: I think actually, the spend was there, but the focus from our organization wasn 't really right. on the it awareness you know, the awareness the yeah right, in, right. In, in, in that sense yeah so we concentrated on on the going down our vendor list yeah, and by doing that actually, we did see a lot of things are cloud related now, yeah but also when you, when you see with some of the, the mega vendors. Classically, SAP would have been, for us, an on-premise solution provider. But now anything we touch is basically cloud. Yeah, It's always a software as a service. They also have a, um, a cloud solution as a platform, basically. And this is how, how things have changed for, for, for me, then, as a software asset manager. That I have to get my hands onto this spend and I have to be able to report on it and to optimize it. Right.
1: And can you, you're very kindly uh, on the judging panel for the excellence awards this year. And you're looking after the Rising Star Award. Could you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Absolutely, yeah. So what we have seen, um, there are um, there are quite a, b- a bit of people in this market, yeah, which we don't address yet, yeah. And that that is not what we we, we that that's not on purpose, yeah. So we want to actually appreciate young talent you know people who came into the market yeah who already have a seat at the table but they're not so visible to us you know and that's the important thing we want to give visibility to younger new joiners in that sense yeah who come to the market and we want to give them a, a star and we want to give them the rising star award yeah because that should motivate as well the people coming from universities or other areas you know to join the SAM community and to make a difference in this market
1: cool thank you thank you